Hey, Nelson Alcoholic Addict. That is not my real name. That is a fake name that I came up with uh, so that I could be in the CIA. I'm just kidding. Uh, it's my pen name that I use here at LOL Sober. Uh, I stumbled upon a recent study from the National Institute of Aging, which I had never heard of, uh, to be honest. But uh, the National Institute of Aging had some researchers who concluded that prolonged isolation has the same health implications as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Wow. Uh, I There's a lot to unpack there. Uh, and in the written version of this newsletter, I did include a link. Um, it's worth checking out. Um, so, like, first of all, I have smoked 15 cigarettes a day for extended periods of time in my life. Uh, not recently, but I have smoked 15 cigarettes a day for months and months and months uh, at a time. I also have had prolonged isolation for extended periods in my life, and I think I may have had periods of my life where I was in prolonged isolation and smoking 15 cigarettes a day, so I've experienced a wide spectrum of this comparison, uh, and let me tell you, none of those times was particularly pleasant. <laughs> the cigarettes didn't help the isolation. The isolation did not help uh, my cigarette intake. So, <laughs> but in all seriousness, I, when I read the study, I, I could see it. I could see the idea of prolonged isolation equaling, uh, having the same impact as like 15 cigarettes on your health. And I don't know. I didn't get too far into the weeds of the science of the study. I don't know if like you can nitpick that it was done mostly on older people. I'm sure there's things you could pick apart. And I'm not going to pick apart the the organization that did the study. I've never heard of the National Institute of Aging. Um, as a middle as a middle aged guy myself who takes naps and somehow wakes up injured sometimes, I don't want to think about aging any more than I have to. I'm not going to join the National Institute of Aging. <laughs> anytime soon. I'm going to hold off as long as possible. But I do accept the basic conclusion that loneliness is a significant health risk factor. It, it, all of the implications in this study showed like from heart disease to mental health that, that loneliness is just a terrible, terrible factor. Um, so you might be wondering, why is this in a sober newsletter? But I think it's pretty obvious why, at least in my head. Loneliness and isolation, they seem to go hand in hand with addiction. Uh, they, they certainly are twin siblings in my life, you know, next door neighbors. In my worst moments that I've ever had, whether it's addiction or sobriety, in those bad moments, I was usually lonely. On some level, I, I had some loneliness. And in my best moments... In my entire life, when I think about them, I usually was not lonely at the time. I was, I think the opposite of lonely is connected. And in those moments, I was connected. So I think there's definitely a relationship between um, connection and happiness on some level. The second big thing that jumped out at me is how loneliness um, is defined in that article. Um, I always struggle with spotting the difference between solitude and isolation. And that's discussed in this study. Um, you know, just because you're by yourself doesn't mean you're lonely necessarily. Um, solitude can be a beautiful thing. It means that you have peaceful alone time, but you're still connected, you know. And loneliness can, you can be by yourself for sure, but 
You can also be lonely in crowds of people. Um, the number of people that are standing next to you is almost irrelevant, I think, to whether you're lonely or not. So in a very basic way, solitude is good for me. Loneliness is bad. Um, like 15 Marlboro Reds bad, <laughs> apparently. So I cannot let myself drift into loneliness. I need to be. Solitude is fine. Uh, loneliness, not so much. Uh, and the study also shown a light on the uptick in loneliness that people have felt during COVID and also after this new this new norm that we're in now, which is, you know, for a lot of us, it's working from home, it's Zoom meetings instead of in-person 12-step meetings, um, reduced travel, uh, reliance more than ever on, like, let me just text that person rather than go see them. Um, and, you know, that's kind of a nightmare for some people, including me. Um, and when I say nightmare, I don't mean that I don't like it. I, I mean that it's bad for me, you know? Um, I, I, I do that stuff sometimes even though I know it's bad for me. <laughs> uh, because loneliness and isolation, it's a default setting, you know? It's something that the addiction part of my brain always wants, you know? Why stay connected? Anyway, I hope you all found it interesting, perhaps thought-provoking. Um, and then I'll, I'll close with a funny story that I've shared this before, but I thought about it again. Um, and the story is that for a few years in the mid-2010s, probably like 2014 to 2018, something like that, four or five years, my wife would pack up the kids every summer and drive down to North Carolina and South Carolina to visit family members. And she always did it around my busiest work time during the summer. And she seemed to really like the adventure of like an all-girls trip, like moms and daughters bonding, all of that. So she she enjoyed the idea of me staying home. It was sort of like um, part of the, the deal. It's like we're going to go and we'll leave you at home. We love you. We'll see you in a week, like that kind of thing. So she enjoyed the idea of me staying behind, and so did I. <laughs> too much. Way too much, in fact. Uh, I remember – I remember one time she was getting ready to go, and I remember going out in the driveway and warming up her van for her. And she was like, um, it's 89 degrees outside? Like, I'm not sure the car needs to be warmed up. Uh, but that's how much I was like, yes, see you later. I need me time. So for the first year or two, I waved goodbye, and I ran inside, and I did a little dance. Like, yay, it's me, me time. Um, and I, I remember thinking like, this is going to be so awesome. You know, I had all these TV shows that I wanted to watch by myself, volume up as loud as I want. I had all these meals I was going to eat that didn't have to factor in kids preferences. And then I had all these other activities, including a lot of meetings. I was just going to go to as many 12 step meetings as I wanted. Um, and I, I was going to do all of that stuff in their absence. It was just me living my best life for a week, a sober bachelor um, just doing whatever. Here's the problem that never happened. It, it, none of it happened. I went inside, waved goodbye on the driveway. I went inside and then I started eating shitty food, watched, watched a bunch of shitty TV. I slacked on my work stuff. I slacked on chores. I did not go to the gym. Like I thought I was going to, I did not go to those meetings. I had been excited to attend. Uh, by day three, I usually found myself calling sober buddies, just completely befuddled why I felt like shit. Um, and most of the time it was because I was laying on a couch in my underwear with Cool Ranch Doritos stuck in my chest hair, and I was eating Cool Ranch Doritos at like 9 a.m. That was my breakfast. I mean, it, 
I had been excited about the idea of solitude, but then I created loneliness instead, you know, and it's just such a thin line and it's bad for me. I guess 15 cigarettes, that <laughs> maybe that's the, the proper equation. It was so stupid. And I learned, I learned from it, but not later. I did the exact same thing year two. I thought, oh, maybe it'll be different this time. I'll just go inside. I'll start this binge watch, just TV show. Boom. Cool Ranch Doritos again, <laughs> completely uh, feeling isolated. And, um, you know, I just remember thinking maybe this time will be different and it was not. So I'm, I, I think about that. I'm going to be take that with me here this weekend when I think about, um, opportunities to spend time by myself, uh, versus, you know, getting lonely. I don't want to be lonely. It's a, it's really a bad prescription for sobriety. So thank you so much for letting me 